an update on a story we've been following all week. Hannah Stevenson, the 16-year-old girl from Detroit, accused of stabbing a classmate to death with a screwdriver last month. At her arraignment this afternoon, Hannah received the harshest possible sentencing from the judge. She will be tried as a black adult. Due to the extreme and violent nature of this crime, this court finds it fitting to try the defendant as an African-American. Henceforth, you will be referred to for the jury by the name Wondell Brown. Once the trial begins next week, all courtroom images of Hannah will depict her as a 300-pound muscular black man, and jury members will be instructed to imagine her as such. We're going to do our best to make sure that Hannah is treated with the sympathy and sensitivity that she, as a photogenic white girl, deserves. This is America. Nobody deserves to be treated as a black man. Now that Hannah has been ruled black, the court has instructed local media to assume she's guilty, and the police have retroactively charged her with assaulting her arresting officer. Hannah's two dozen character witnesses have been replaced by a single crack addict who goes by the name of Skaggs. Hannah's parents are, of course, planning to appeal the ruling, saying that their daughter should at most be tried as a black celebrity or a stunningly beautiful Filipino lady. Every time I hear a story like that, it makes me so glad I'm exempt from the legal system. What's happening? Back at it here. Got warm out here in Southern California. Man, hit 90 yesterday. 90 again today. Loving it. It starts getting warm. Then it gets overcast and chilly. Then it's warm again. I don't know what to expect. It's like, make up your mind, nature. We're cool if you want to do the 80 to 90 degrees. Just be consistent. I'm wearing my sweater one day. Board shorts and flip-flops the next. This keeps up. I'm going to nickname my wardrobe Sybil. Looks like I'm picking up listeners, too. Ran my stats report, and I see hits from the UK now. Whoever you are. Hello, governor. <laughs> well, there went that guy. <laughs> so long, governor. I remember running stats on my life as a foodie, and a friend of mine, he was, on a, he was an airline pilot, and he was doing the Asia loop. He said he tried to download my show while he was in China, and it was banned. You want to know how great that made me feel? Like someone disliked me enough to ban me? Made me feel dangerous. If they banned that timid show, they're definitely banning this dirt fest. And hey, listen, I'm going to play something later in the show that I'm a bit concerned about. And I hope you all take it the right way and not the wrong way. It's a learning moment for anyone who isn't black or any color for that matter. I've been wavering on it this week, but I want to keep this show real and it's important that I keep it transparent. I could cross a serious line in a matter of minutes, but this show is nothing if it doesn't cross the line. I mean, for Christ's sake, we talked about taking the Browns to the Super Bowl last year, so I figure all bets are off. And my final four is a final three right now. 
So that's one more year tacked on to me not be able to figure this shit out. Exciting games, though. And this weekend, it's going to be the best. I was so busy last weekend, I ended up catching up by watching extended game highlights. Which is fine. It's quick. Like I went on a hike with some friends over the weekend. And when you're hiking for a couple hours, you end up talking about everything. And I mean everything. We started talking about toilets. You know how technology has literally taken over pretty much everything? It's taken over toilets too. Because I remember walking into this Asian market years ago when I bought the house. And I saw these high-tech toilets they were selling. It had buttons on it for all these different things. And it was all in Chinese or something. So I couldn't tell what was what. But apparently these things do it all. They've got like built-in bidets, you know, ass washer. And if you're worried about having a wet ass after that, there's another button you can hit that will blow like warm air up your ass to dry it all up. So you got to plug this thing into a socket, apparently. So one of the guys in our hiking group said he saw one of these. Kohler or something. I can't remember who makes it. He said it was like six grand. $6,000 for a high-tech shitter. You remember the old joke people would say, do I have to do everything for you? Do, I, do you need me to wipe your ass too? <laughs> yeah, actually, it's gotten to that point. In fact, yes, I do need you to wipe my ass. Like, have we gotten this lazy? I know handy wipes are a big thing now for keeping things clean down there. That's cool. But the idea of sitting over a puddle of water, having it shoot a stream of water up my ass, then press a button to have a hot air gun dry it out, sounds a little dangerous. That's high voltage and water in the same place. <laughs> Is it a toilet or an electric chair? You'll never know. Guy goes in to take a dump, ends up frying his ass instead. Like, you want to die like Elvis? Buy one of these. Then we moved on to talk about sex toys. It was a fun time. Did you see this? Russia actually said that Meta, Meta was an extremist organization. They had banned Facebook and now Instagram. Extremist? <laughs> Dude, you're committing mass genocide over there. People are posting pictures of their lunch and their kids' soccer games on Instagram and getting into arguments over stupid shit like The Bachelor on Facebook. you got to be shitting me. The country's finished. They'll say anything to justify banning shit that would expose the truth about what's going on over there. Hey, the world is dying, if you haven't noticed. I mean, look at it. We're closing in on the end times. Honestly. Famine. Climate crisis, pandemic, economic turmoil, genocide, a third world war on the horizon. Just a debacle. How do you come back from this? I know people believe the sky's going to open up one day and we're all going to be saved from this. That would be an easy out. But if you read the Bible, <laughs> this is the same dude who caused a massive flood to kill everyone because his human experiment didn't work out the first time. I don't know what to think. Yeah, and we went to see a band with a friend of mine on Friday night. <laughs> uh, if she hears this, she's going to kill me. There was this local cover band that did old R&B and funk tunes. My friend's a big fan. And the band was tight, all right? But 
and you know who, if you're listening, I'm sorry, because I know you like the band. I don't mean to hurt your feelings or theirs. The lead singer was dreadful. Maybe he was having an off night. This guy was out of tune the entire night. Didn't have the range required for songs like this. Maybe he's getting older and his voice is shot. I don't know. But Jesus. You know that band, The Deftones? <laughs> yeah, reverse that. <laughs> That's the lead singer. <laughs> uh, if she's listening, she'll let me know. Give me a ration of shit, but I had to say it. The band itself was great, though, honestly. They were very good. Would have made for a great night of instrumental music. <laughs> Damn, I mean. Hey, is it me or are people who go on Wheel of Fortune now just getting dumber? How many times has it been in the news now where someone has tried to solve a puzzle that anyone with half a brain would be able to solve and then flub it? Last week it happened again. The phrase was, sweet dreams are made of this. The Arrhythmic song from the 80s. Y'all know it. It was right there. It was all spelled out. Guy goes to solve it and says, sweet dreams are made of these. Because that's how it sounds like when Annie Lennox was, was singing it. But the word this is spelled out right there. It's this, not these. If you go back and listen closely to how she sang it, she was saying this, but she dragged it out a bit. So it sounded like she was saying these. But if you look closely and listen, it's this. And the dumb bastard cost himself five grand. And listen to me. I don't have the balls to go on that show and make a fool of myself. I can imagine how nervous you must be to get up there. But I know how to say this. <laughs> what was the other one? Another feather in your cap. I can't remember how they messed that one up. A streetcar named Desire. That was the that was the third one. I think that was the first one they messed up. I mean, you have to have a wealth of knowledge just to get on these shows. So I'm sure they know all this stuff. So it has to be nerves. It's just comical to watch people completely tank it. One of the other topics that came up after our hike, what we like to watch on television. I mean, she asked if I like to watch TV. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Well, what do you watch? Yeah, sports, I said. A little news, not a lot. Then I started going into series there, like Ozark, Succession, stuff like that. No, she goes, network television. Well, you know, I cut the cord a long time ago. There are no network shows I find worth watching. And if they are, I watch them on Hulu the day after. So everyone starts talking about what they like. It's a great conversation to get to know people, right? I came right out and said it because I don't care what people think of me or my taste. I said, I'm a huge fan of romantic comedies. <laughs> my friend says, chick flicks. I said, yeah, chick flicks. They always end well, somewhat predictable. There's some comedy. Usually no one dies. There's very little violence. And it always just makes me feel good. I'll watch them even if they're dumb. It just makes me feel better. One person in our group is a fan of Game of Thrones. But the other three of us we just couldn't stand it. I didn't even make it through the first season. I just got bored. And same with them. This is what happens when people who don't really know your taste recommend shows or movies to you. Get how many people recommended Game of Thrones? Because I like The Sopranos and the Lord of the Rings movies. I watched this couldn't take it. Sci-fi thrillers, can't do it. Superhero movies, no thanks. I can't even watch war movies anymore. 
and I'm wide open about this, I want to either learn something from a documentary or laugh or just be thrilled. You know, sometimes people just, they're into stuff that's just senseless and they love it. And I admire that. You know, we can be honest. I'm not ashamed. I like romance movies. Sometimes I cry. Everybody knows I'm an emotional person. I always have been. I'm better about it now, right? Because I was forced to toughen up. But hey, what can I say? I like love stories. That shit will break your heart in real life. (laughs) So you kind of want Hollywood to dress it up in a nice suit and feed it to you. Gives you hope. False hope, but it's still hope. It's like I've always said. It's one of the dumbest things you can do to yourself, falling in love. You have to. You can't live without it. But man, is it ever going to eat you alive at some point? At this point in my life, after what I've been through, it still scares the shit out of me. People don't get it. I don't want them to. Right? I don't want people to feel what I felt. Like I watched one of my favorite couples part because of a death. And it broke her heart. I, I literally st- stood there and watched her heartbreak. I had to stand there as the celebrant of his funeral and watch her cry as they lowered his casket into the ground. And she was never the same after that. She just wanted to go see him again in heaven. She couldn't wait for the day. That's what love does to you. If you're lucky, you go first. The aftermath is miserable. And that's enough about that. Boy, I'm just a bucket of joy, aren't I? (laughs) Oh, God. Maybe time for a dick joke. Wait, actually, hold on a second. Yeah, it's not a dick joke. This will be good. Where is this? Okay, listen to this. Tonight, a local dog shelter, or a a local shelter dog, rather, is looking for a soft landing after being dumped by his owners because they say he's gay. Thought you heard it all, right? Uh, A Stanley County Animal Shelter Facebook post says the dog's owner surrendered him to the shelter after he humped another male dog, which dogs do. Fezco, the shelter says, it's about four to five years old, weighs about 50 pounds. They say he likes other people. He likes other animals. He's a good boy. The shelter is asking for local rescues to step up and take Fesco into foster before he is adopted. Jesus. You know, when I first saw the headline for this story, I thought it was clickbait. Honestly, we had April Fools around the corner. I thought for sure it was kind of a made-up onion story. No, it was real. Just when you thought people couldn't possibly display their ignorance in broader strokes, we get this. Look, Dogs hump other dogs, and people's legs, by the way, not because they're gay. It's a behavioral problem. They hump other dogs as a show of dominance. If the dog is feeling stressed out or anxious, maybe unsure of itself when it meets a new dog, it might feel the need to display a little alpha dog behavior. And the best way to do that is to show the other dog who's boss, and by who's boss, I mean doing a little doggy-style action on you. It's a behavioral problem, and that can be fixed. That doesn't mean your dog is gay. I don't even think that's a thing. Like, you can't tell a female dog from a male dog until you see what's going on underneath the car, right? It's not like female dogs walk around wearing Victoria's Secret and smelling of cheap perfume. Dogs are dogs. I hope this guy doesn't have kids. If he'd give up his dog because he thought it was gay... Imagine if a son or his daughter came out of the closet. What then? This guy, whoever he is, just outed himself as a grade-A douchebag. And you know what? 
What if your dog was gay? Would it matter? He's still your buddy. No fucking way. Can't be having no homos living under my roof. Shit. I'll tell you this. If you're that anti-gay, maybe there's a little something going on inside your head that you haven't come clean about. And dude, if you actually think that your dog is gay, why wouldn't you keep it? That's a comedy machine whenever someone comes over. Ah, oh, what a nice dog. What's his name? Oh, this is Liberace. He's gay. <laughs> oh, really? You have a gay dog? Yeah, yeah. Came out a few months ago. I'm proud of him. Yeah, I guess that explains the LGBTQ flag handkerchief around his neck. <laughs> Does he have a boyfriend? No, not at the moment. You know how it is. Gay relationships, it can be kind of tough. Other dogs are afraid to come out because they're afraid of what other dogs might say about them. You want to see him dance? <laughs> He's big on modern ballet. He's really talented. <laughs> Idiots. All right, so I have this other clip to play. And like I said, this might be a bit controversial for people, but you have to listen to it the right way, all right? It's difficult to listen to because there's a heavy use of the N-word here. But my God, did it make my skin crawl when I watched it. And I'm going to keep it short because this guy goes off for like four minutes and it just gets more and more worked up. They're in a 99-cent store and someone starts filming in the middle of this guy going off on this woman for calling him the dreaded N-word. Now, prepare yourselves and listen. This bitch called me a nigger. This bitch called me a nigger, though. She cut my kids in line, first of all, because oh she feel God. entitled. Then this stupid bitch called me a nigger. In front of my kids. Your kid look like you In front of my kids. So not only did you call me a nigger, bitch, you called all my kids niggers. And I called you. No, you, bitch, they black too. They black too. This is the shit that I'm talking about. How the fuck would y'all feel if you in a line and a bitch like her cut your kids off like they not even standing there, get in line, and she calls me a fucking nigger? Can you believe that? Right to his face, in front of his kids, and doesn't deny saying it. I said that to you. Yeah, okay, but my kids are here with me. They're as black as I am. Don't you think that maybe you should just apologize? I'm sorry. I'm not a very good person. I'm not the best version of myself today. I shouldn't use that word ever, and especially not to someone's face. And also, not in front of like a 9 and 10 year old. I like how she tries to make him sound crazy. Are you okay, sir? No, he's clearly not okay. You called him the worst thing you could call someone in front of his children. After cutting in front of them like they don't even matter. Later on, she says, why are you following me? I love how these people try to gaslight people, right? They try to make the other person sound crazy. He's not crazy. He's infuriated that you said what you said. His kids, maybe, maybe they've gone their entire lives without having heard that word. And now they've heard it and basically have to wear it. I just can't with this shit. She says something later like, I have a race. Why can't I be racist? Honestly, I'll tell you why. Because racism's wrong. Didn't anyone tell you? I don't know if she's Asian or Hispanic or what. But he didn't say anything like that to her. He just called her a crazy bitch about a hundred times. 
She just continues to try to gaslight him. <laughs> yeah, we're all getting along just fine, aren't we? How would you feel? How would y'all feel? Y'all become minorities just like me. So if your kids was in here, how the fuck would you feel? They 10 years old getting called niggers. Bitch, you embarrassing. I called you a nigger. Nobody's here. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. They heard you. Dude, stop crying. Stop uh, crying. I didn't call you a ignorant bitch. I didn't call you a wet bag. The fuck? I didn't call you that. I've been called a wet bag by a nigger before. That's why I said nigger. Some fuck. You racist, bitch. You're racist. You're racist. Everybody's racist, dude. You're racist. I have a race. Why can't I be racist? Fuck you, mean. Fuck you, dude. Fuck. You're not allowed on this side of the world. You're a coward, bro. Why talk to bitches like this? Y'all stay, stay equal. Stay equal. We go through the same shit every day. Trash ass bitch. Fuck you and your baby, bitch. I hope that bitch die in your stomach, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Maybe he took it a little too far there at the end. That's not nice. But hey, she's not nice. I have a race. Why can't I be racist? <laughs> That's the best line. And again, admits calling him what she did. Doesn't deny it. Just embarrassing. And that's America, folks. <laughs> what an absolute horrible exchange. Somewhere in there, she tells him to go back to Africa. Africa? This dude's a, 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 clearly an American. Does he sound like he comes from Africa? Africans sound like they're French or British or something. This guy's 100% pure USA. And the guy's 10-year-old standing there. He's cursing like crazy. I can't say he handled that with any kind of grace. But then again, I don't blame him for going off on her. And the security guards are standing there. They don't know what to do. They know this guy's not going to get physical with her. They just try to get it to die down and eventually walk him out of the store so he can calm down. Oh, boy. And people are going to say, Phil, why would you even share that? It's offensive. Yeah, that's exactly why I shared it. I was on the fence about it because people don't like that word. I don't like that word. And I know it's risky to play that kind of stuff on a podcast, but I think it's a strong reminder that racism is alive and well. It's not hyperbole. It's not QAnon stuff. Black Americans are not making this shit up. It happens in real life every day, and people are sick of it. And But you can't just extinguish it because it's just acceptable for some people. So anyone who thinks this way should hear this or see this and realize just how unfair it is for people of color to have to endure this every day. She said she'd been called a wetback before. And it obviously hurt, right? So her answer to that is be racist toward black people? That's not how it works. We're not going to come together any day soon until we just start thinking as one. And cancel me, okay? If you think I went too far here, I was just using it to prove a point. And I saw Jay Leno being interviewed on his podcast. There's some podcast, the car thing, I think. And it was from December of last year. Jay Leno is a car collector. A guy owns, I don't know, well over 100 cars. Anyway, the guy asks him why he doesn't have any Ferraris in his collection. And Jay says it's not because he doesn't like Ferrari. They're wonderful cars. He said it was how you're treated when you go to buy a Ferrari. Like the level of arrogance from these salespeople is beyond anything he'd seen. He bought a McLaren, paid sticker for it, had the car for about six months, gets a call from the dealer. 
They said, hey, you, you bought this car that has uh, 565 horsepower or something. And well, there's a new upgrade that will give you 615 horsepower. Would you like it? And Jay says, all right, how much is the upgrade? Guy says, no, it's free. Just bring the car in. That's customer service. I mean, he was buying the car. He was going to go with carbon fiber brakes. Salesman says, are you going to be taking the car on the track or are you just driving it around town? Jay says, no, 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 no track driving, just driving it around. Guy says, don't get the carbon fiber brakes. They're 25 grand more and the regular brakes will work better for you in the city anyway. Porsche, same thing. They brought the car on the bed of a truck and brought two mechanics to show him how to do stuff properly. He said, with Ferrari, he said, you got you to gotta own certain cars before they'll sell you certain models. They're not helpful. They make you feel like you need to be of a certain status to drive their car. Unreal level of arrogance. Goddamned Italians. But a beautiful car. Whenever I see one, I stare at it. God forbid one should be parked in a parking lot because I'll spend 10 minutes doing a walk around that car. Every time I'll just circle the car and stare at it. They are sexy as hell. You know, I've often talked here about the importance of journalism, reporting the news, but also how I don't dig into editorials, like opinion pieces. I just don't want to read them for the same reason why I won't watch these long-winded suits on CNN or Fox or MSNBC go on their diatribes. Their opinions, all right, and they're justified in having them, whether they're right or wrong, but I don't have to listen to this stuff or read it. So word started getting around that the New York Times had run an editorial about cancel culture and people were up in arms about it. So I wasn't going to read the article, but I certainly wanted to hear what people were saying about it. Well, apparently, this whole thing, it started off with a bang. This was the lead of the story, and the Times editorial board used the lead on social media to promote the article. For all the tolerance and enlightenment that modern society claims, Americans are losing hold of a fundamental right as citizens of a free country, the right to speak their minds and voice their opinions in public without fear of being shamed or shunned. Right out of the gate, bullshit. We don't have any right to be free of shaming or being shunned by people. The First Amendment protects your right uh, to free speech. It's not protection against people telling us we're full of crap and they disagree. That's their right to free speech. And if they want to turn their back on me for saying something that they don't agree with, they have that right. I'm not sure when we got this soft, but we're getting softer by the day. If you're fearful of being shamed for voicing your opinion, I have a, try, a, a, a tried and true method that will make sure that doesn't happen to you. And here it is. Shut your mouth. Don't say anything in a public forum that even sounds like an opinion. That's the only way you're free of shame or fear of being an outcast. Americans are not afraid to open our mouths. Everyone thinks they've got the right opinion on everything. And it's one of our biggest flaws. If you want to put yourself out there and voice an opinion on something, you'd better wear some thick skin because people are going to try to cut you. I took some solid punches over the years on my podcasts, my blogs, my social media posts, you name it. And they all had the right to disagree with me. If they got mean or started with the name calling, I just stopped reading. I let it go until it blew over. Disagree, I'll listen. 
start degrading me, I don't have to read it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm a little too tough for that shit. But you have the same rights to respond as I did to voice my opinion. And again, I'd never in my life seen anything get more political than food until COVID came along. Two things that have nothing to do with politics. They both got highly political. But that's their right to make it political, if they like. Even if I do think they're full of shit. Like these mask mandates. If the Democrats don't kill that shit soon, statewide elections are going to go sideways in November. You got to make them optional. Let people know that you are free to wear them to protect yourself if you wish. Because for as hard as the Republicans are against the government telling them what to do, I know a vast growing number of Democrats who are right behind them. I'd love to see the vaccination rate go above 65% personally, but I wouldn't mandate that either. People want to put their health at risk. That's on them. But shaming people for wearing a mask in public, that I find bullshit. I see people wearing them in their cars. I think it's going a little too far. But hey, it's their body, their choice. You do you. I'll do me. But I'm not going to do you for you. Right? That's not how I roll. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all that's on my mind this week. I won't be surprised if I get dropped by Apple or Amazon after this one. But if I do, it would have been worth it. People have to learn how to be kind. And I'm not going to rest until they do. All right, thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend. And until next time, if there is a next time, my name is Phil, and this has been Innate. Ciao. Animal Shelter Facebook post says the dog's owner surrendered him to the shelter after he humped another male dog, which dogs do.